0: From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us Podcast with Nazanin Mandy, and Nadia Mohan.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Ladies Like Us. I am Nadia Moham. And I'm Nazani Mandy. And just real quick before we get into the show, we want to take the minute to thank all of our amazing sponsors. We want to thank them for all of their support. To learn more about them, check out the show notes for this episode. This hey. week has
0: been um, interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah. Been a, it's been a good week. Busy week. Very, very busy week. I think it's time for our high and low.
2: And I'm gonna be
0: high. Nadia. Yes. How was
1: your week? Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say I literally blew this week. Yeah. Blue chunks. I witnessed
0: it, I was there.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh man where do I even begin um all right so I'm gonna get into my blow <laughs> that's where we started uh we went to this PLT party mm-hmm. right yeah. that was a good time it was a really good time It as hot as balls yeah we were um, sweating off our lashes man well first of all I was trying to get out of this party so bad because I was on my period I felt like a whale. I couldn't find anything to she wear. She didn't look like a of whale. Of course, she's going to say that cause no. she's very nice. But it, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I know what my gut looked like. <laughs> it looked like it was five months pregnant. Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> Listen, I was bloated. I was grumpy. I was irritable. No, that I, feeling is the worst. Like, you don't want to do no. shit. Yeah, I tried on everything. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be in the heat. With all these people, and I'm just not having it. No, I feel you. So I was already just not into it, and then you know I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just one of the things I have to do in life. Um, so I go and like we were in a mad dash. Did your did your glam? Did right. my glam? Like I swear, didn't I do it in the car? I usually do yes, it in you the car. I did it in the car. Yeah. Um, and. I get there and we. I'm on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was problem number one. Exactly. uh So I was looking all over this party for food. No freaking food at the party. No, just alcohol. Come on, <laughs> where are the sliders? <laughs> so, needless to say, I just started drinking because I'm like, screw it. This right. is the only thing that's gonna make me feel better. So, right. and it's hot. It's hot. I need a drink. I'm, right. You know, drinking, drinking. Everything's fine. We're having a good time. Cut to the Uber ride. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just say, thank God we left when we did.
0: Oh, Because man. if we stayed
1: there 30 minutes longer. Man. <sighs> it would have been a scene. It's, yeah. So, you know. I don't know who put me in the front seat. I probably shouldn't have sat in the front
3: seat. I
1: think you just sat in the front seat. I think I just got in the front seat. I don't remember. Uh, I sat in the front seat and... Almost made it home. No, no, you made it to my I house. I made it to your house. We pulled up to my house, <laughs> and
0: we were all stepping out of the car, and she rolls down her window,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she just Ralphs. Yeah, it was all liquid. Lo- obviously, yeah. nothing
1: was in my stomach. It was just straight tequila. Yeah. The driver was not happy. No. But I didn't really get it in his car. It was he, like on the door on the outside. He was. He was. He already had
0: a problem with us. Yeah. Because yeah. like Blanca wanted to turn the music yeah, up. And he was yeah. Like, no he wasn't having it yeah he just wanted to drop us off yeah he was over yeah, he was, was really over us. yeah so. i get it uh i wonder what my my rating is now <laughs> <laughs> do you know they sent me another bill for what to clean the entire car why i don't know but they charged me another 80 dollars what yes <laughs>
1: Oh, hell no.
0: No, I'm going to call. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because that did not happen. No, it didn't. And but... honestly, you didn't even get stuff on the side of the car, no, really. I, know. I
1: remember. I was just like, oh, my God. Too... Like, I can't. Like, the minute the car stopped, I was like I motion sickness. And then I just rolled down the window and like, you know. No, and we would have offered to clean it up. If, like, yeah. You if it would have gone it like, the didn't car. didn't they charge you and then I sent you money for that part yes, of it? Yes, you did and then and then yesterday at like two o'clock I got a notice that's that is messed up anyway like I get it if we would have like in no the car pro- all over the yeah, seats no. $80 get out of here yeah that's no. he tried it yeah so then uh <laughs> yeah it just it was a mess then uh <laughs> Omar drove us home in my car and then that's when shit got worse because it was just it was bad and penny was on the floor in the front seat and i couldn't wait any longer i was like trying to get to the door again and i had like a slice of pizza in my hand Mm -hmm. i was supposed to (laughs) eat with all these napkins and i like shoved it in my face to like absorb the throw up but like some of it squirted onto penny (laughs) and like i barfed on my dog (laughs)
0: Have you ever barfed on your dog?
1: <laughs> the look of horror that she gave me. as she turned around with her eyes and she was like, mother, how could you do this to me?
0: Did she get a bath? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I got some in my hair. I was so mad because- The weave? Yes, because- veronica did my hair i know it was so so nice of her she was like girl you're frazzled let me do your hair right so she did my hair and i had the perfect beach wave it was like the perfect bend not too curly it was so good then i ralphed in it and then (sighs) like (laughs) is it bad that like i just washed off the barf part (laughs) no (laughs) i
0: As, i didn't as, wash
1: my whole hair i just washed the barf part as long out. as
0: you washed your dog yeah, yeah yeah, you're fine i washed
1: my dog's ass <laughs> and my barfy hair the, and the I left section. i'm not mad at it yeah i had to preserve it it was too good yeah i get it so yeah that was my literal blow of the week i mean that is a blow yeah, a no. blow for show i normally don't throw up anymore guys I left that in my past, and then I was like, "I know." When was the last time you threw up? I don't know, but you know, I was like, I was telling Omar, I'm like, should I feel bad about this? Like, I'm 34 and I threw up, like, and I got drunk. No, it like.
0: happened. <laughs> I was like, is it bad? Is it getting bad? Just tell me. <laughs> no, it would be bad if you did it
1: every weekend. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, a hell problem. Hell no, no, that's a no, 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 problem. No. no, this was literally because I just didn't set myself up for success and I didn't eat, and yeah. that was that yeah it was just you weren't happen. like
0: overdoing it at the bar yeah this was
1: like a normal thing. yeah no i told him i was like should i feel bad i'm like because i kind of don't <laughs> you don't no, <laughs> so tell, tell do me, should i feel thought. bad
0: that i don't feel bad <laughs> no no i'm telling you you should feel bad if it was yeah, like a no. pattern and, no, no 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 you know
1: we would talk to you hell no <laughs> i know thank you yeah <laughs> what yeah. about you <laughs> um did you have a blowy situation (laughs) i did have a blowy situation (laughs)
0: myself the same night the same exact night um (laughs) i don't know what happened i was also drunk i'm gonna start there but i got home and i was fine yeah yeah you were you were no no, and you ate and i ate Mm -hmm. like i made sure i ate before we left i got home and we ordered pizzas wings the normal shit and i ate we were all laying on the floor laughing like Mm -hmm. it was a normal night yeah So I go to bed and then all of a sudden I wake up at like 2 a.m. and my stomach is cramping. And then I have these like cold chills and so I start sweating and then the nausea hits and then I just start throwing up.
1: I can't even talk about this right now. I know. It's making me sick. And I I threw up till probably like 6 a.m when you're just weak and your yeah. stomach's empty and you're like uh, uh, uh. you feel
0: like you're gonna <laughs> die yeah it's I, it terrible. was awful so the only thing i could remember was i got food poisoning when i was like 17 and it was like i this... can't believe that was your only time it's my only time Monkey. i know it was my only time and i remember those symptoms and what i felt and it felt like the same thing yeah, yeah no
1: no you for sure got so you ate something bad but I don't know what I ate. And it's weird that nobody else got sick. So I don't know it was, what you ate.
0: It was weird. But I ate something that did not agree with me or wasn't fully cooked. And I paid for it. Ugh. And it was it, it was i literally felt like i was gonna die yeah that's this feeling the it's like your body's like i you need to get it out yeah and it takes forever to get out yeah. and it's just awful
1: and then the heaving when there's oh. nothing left and yeah you're that like, was bleh, bleh. that was me around like 5 36 oh, god kill me please yeah no thank you so yeah it was awful <laughs> i don't know Well, on to better things yeah but one thing i regret was i
0: didn't take a bikini picture in the morning because my stomach was so flat
1: (laughs) i should have took one
0: (laughs) you should have you should have
1: speaking of bikinis we were like the fully clothed girls at the the plt party
0: we did not show up in bikinis no we showed up in full outfits i
1: know i was like
0: you're hot <laughs> it was so hot. it was hot like i it was, was sweating. hot sweating yeah we were so... all sweating and yeah. all
1: you can do at that point is drink yeah exactly that's all you can do i had a blast so did i, I had a great time <laughs> yeah i mean they pushed the party it was supposed to end at six and they pushed yeah. it to like eight because everybody o'clock. was having such a good time yeah so thank you plt yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for the next one <laughs>
1: um all right so what what about the good stuff
0: okay so the high of the week my high was i was in the studio this week oh good and we wrapped up my second single already oh which is amazing because i like to have things lined up you right know, right done in advance prepared
1: for a go over yeah
0: here. Uh, <laughs> absolutely so we we picked the second single it's wrapped up It's like ready to go. So now all I have to shoot is a music video for it and like the cover art, but that's it.
1: What are we going to do?
0: I don't know. We got to do something really creative this time. Mm. I'm like, I want to take it there. Mm. Like glam, hair, everything. Mm. I want to take it there. I have
1: to hear this. It needs to be like fashion
0: forward, all of that. I mean, it always is. I know,
1: but I really (laughs) want to push the envelope (laughs) this time. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Yeah um okay so my high of the week is i just caught wind of this this happened actually in may but my mom called and told me this last night she's like oh my god i have like such good news i saw on the um i she saw this this segment on the news that the fda approved a new gene therapy called zol i I don't even know if i'm saying this right zolgensma okay it's the second the only second gene therapy approved by the fda and it is for muscular dystrophy patients so my sister for those of you that don't know i had a sister who was two years younger than me who was born with a form of muscular dystrophy Mm. um there's a million types not a million but there's a lot of types um within that and she had a particular one that um you don't live to be an adult like it's There's no adults living. I feel like she lived for a while. She did. Yeah. They told her she wouldn't live past two. She lived to be 13. Mm -hmm. So that in itself was a miracle. But this new therapy is an injection. It's a gene. um, I'm not exactly sure what is in the injection. I didn't investigate it further, but um, they inject it into the spine and it needs to be given to them before they're two. So if they're, yeah, if they're pre diagnosed at an early age. Which a lot of times they find out soon because the babies are not developing motor skills like a normal baby, right. so that is like a red flag, and the parents are like, you know, my d- kid is not developing properly. What's happening? So that's when the, the diagnosis comes along. So um, once they find out the diagnosis, then they can see if that child this they'll benefit from this. Mm-hmm. So all the studies that they were showing after they started giving them the treatments. They were – their motor skills started bumping up. That's incredible. Like to the point where some of them were even able to stand and walk. Wow. So that's like a miracle. Couldn't they have had this? I like... know. I know. I know. I know. It's It wasn't in the cards. But it's a beautiful thing to know that they've developed this now and that it's making a difference. No, this is
0: incredible. Yeah. It's wow. amazing.
1: So that was like – that was really great news i Absol- think that's no beautiful. that's yeah that is the highest the highest of the high yes for sure i know that's so incredible that was great shout out to all you scientists do yes. things. get it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that was that all right guys and when we get back we are going to be talking about sex baby with sexologist shan boudram
0: You know, there's no secret I have an online shopping obsession.
1: No secret at all. No
0: secret at all. (laughs) So I was online and I was looking for a dress for an event. And, you know, of course, I bought it. But then I find out the next day I got a promo code in my email from the website. and. I wish I would have uh, had it
1: before I purchased this dress. Of it's course. so annoying. I hate missing out on a deal. But have you heard about Honey? Ooh. It's a free browser add-on that finds you the best deals online. It's an app that magically auto-applies the best deals to your car at checkout. It finds you discounts and coupons across 37,000 sites. That's so many. Wow. I know. Amazon, Sephora, Best Buy, Nordstrom, and so many more. Oh, the best sites. Right. That is amazing. Right? Yes. Now, I've
0: also heard that Honey has saved its 10 million members an average of $28.61.
1: Not too shabby. I mean, that's gas money. Yeah. And a meal. Also, Time Magazine calls honey basically free money.
0: <laughs> Who doesn't like free right. money? Look, there's really no reason not to use honey. It's free, and everybody loves free, to use and easy to install on your
1: computer in just two clicks. So shop with confidence. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash ladies. That's joinhoney.com slash ladies. Honey, the smart shopping assistant that saves you time and money when you're shopping online. Okay, welcome, welcome back. Today we have sexologist, intimacy enthusiast, and the author of her new book, The Game of Desire, Shan Boodram. You
3: did it! Yes! Yay!
1: You win! Yay! You win the game of desire. Everyone messes up your last name, huh?
3: Yes, I go by Booty for sure. Okay. Yes, Not I because of that. the anatomy, just because of my last name. Right. I, I like that though, because it can go
1: both ways.
0: Yeah, yeah you know? but it's, it's like,
3: it's important to manage expectations, because right. some people think it means yeah. B-O-O-T-Y, and they're like, right. wait a sec. I'm like, no, it's for the D, but, my last name.
1: but you I'll, did great. Thank I you. Thank you. Thank she you. did her
3: research. Oh, yes.
1: And it threw me off because you typed it wrong. I, I was re- like shit is that sorry. it or
3: not sorry i was like oh my god get into the bank of it's room in there
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, um, i'm impressed you just jumped into that podcast there was no three two one no that was almost startling. No. No. we just
1: do it yeah we just get right in you just gotta dive <laughs> i like
3: that <laughs> we dive
1: in yeah so um how did you even get into what is a sexologist first
3: of yes, all yes
0: that i think a lot of our viewers want to know the definition of a sexologist i feel like I'd, i want to know
3: that's great yeah. I, I think i've uh, educated a lot of uber drivers along the way <laughs> okay. so now i feel like the information's out there a sexologist is to sex like what a nutritionist is to food mm-hmm. so it's the study of sex it can mm-hmm. be as it relates to psychology criminology biology some sexologists work as therapists some work as curriculum writers um, i work in the media so i first went to school for journalism. And so my mission as a sex educator has always been to spread the information, to spread mm-hmm. the good news, which is why I'm here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been working in the field for 10 years, started off in Canada. And so I got... you
0: started when you were 10? Right. <laughs> right. Naturally. Right. Like, what? You started in sexology <laughs> at 10 years old. Oh, I don't yes. understand. And,
1: so I know. <laughs> All right. The <laughs> math is not there. No. <laughs> You're very seductive. I'm just feeling very, very good I right am. now. Yeah. You better watch out. Okay. Okay. Uh, So how did you even like what made you intrigued by this?
3: Yeah, I mean, a shit sex life was definitely an awesome catalyst oh. for me. Okay. <laughs> I have always been really sexually precocious. When I was five years old, my Barbies were banned from being naked. They just never had clothes on, they were always humping each other. That was it's hilarious. Just really Ditto. fascinated. Ditto. By- right. Really? <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Were you banned though? Or were they like, no, no, they didn't know it was sneaky, know. but they were always getting it on. Yeah. There was
1: affairs, there was it was oh, a yes, lot of scandals. No. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, it okay. was like Melrose did Place. Did you watch soap operas growing up? <laughs> no, not really. I think I just had an act of imagination. Uh, I <laughs> watched soap
2: operas
0: <fares laughs> that I never. No, they so did. We're cousins. Did. Yeah,
1: I never knew that. <laughs> Did you guys
0: not play Barbies never together? Killed. We did. Yeah, yeah we did all the P the time. I did the PG with her yeah, yeah, yeah. by myself in the car.
3: And then I fell asleep. And apparently her Barbies were having affairs. Yeah. It was scandalous. <laughs> so, <laughs> were you the crude cousin? They'd like pretend like, no, like Barbies yeah, no. just uh she wasn't. No. I just think
1: we just didn't go there. We did think- yeah, we were we so innocent.
3: I think it was like my dirty little
1: secret. Oh, good right. for you. See, <laughs> I didn't even know
3: it was supposed to be a secret. Right, so right. So your parents knew about your Yeah, they were just naked at the grocery store. And like, you know when you finish playing Barbies, they just stop. Wherever you stop, and so they just stop on top of each other, right. and they walk in the room. You like, walking what out of the room. To go get lunch. Your your <laughs> like. I didn't know it was wrong. I really didn't know like physical touch was wrong, and so I um, that natural bit of me that just was enthusiastic about touch was really repressed. I went to a Catholic school, mm-hmm. had Caribbean Ditto. parents, and as a result of that, we find what we can find, and that for our generation tends to be porn. Mm-hmm. I always reference the book "The Coldest Winter Ever." that was sex education for me and in that book she has sex the first time and orgasms like as soon as the dick touches the Come opening on. and i was like this is what it's gonna be wow like. talk
1: about unrealistic right. expectations yes. but if you watch movies
3: and you read porn that's what you expect yeah so i threw myself head first um kind of like how you started the podcast right into a sex life <laughs> it was just really unsatisfying and when i turned yeah. 19 i was like this can't be it there's right. this thing that i love and i was looking forward to my whole life and it's such a disappointment um, when i started researching there was so much great information but it's just mm-hmm. boring as fuck right i was like goddamn like sex education is bad sex
1: yeah it's more progressive now i think it back is. when we were younger and starting out there wasn't the information there's now it was more taboo to talk about it now and you had to search like, for it
3: and yeah. it was so it was like hard clinical to search right for it yes it's like you had to go to a library yes
0: <laughs> no for to search back <laughs> the
1: joy of sex yeah you had fun. to
0: go to the library and look up where s is yeah. and search for a book that's yes. crazy that to is, think about it's crazy we've come a long way oh, we've
3: come a massively long <laughs> right. way and it's like at the end of the day are people having a proportionately better sex life i would like to think so but there's mm-hmm. still a lot more work to do yeah, yeah. which is why we here today yeah, hey! we we'll continue to exact- good work we need-, we need you to
1: represent that for us please so
0: tell us about Your book,
1: yes, um, I
0: am dying to read it. I have a few friends that are dying to read it as well. Well, we're
3: looking at somebody or listen (laughs) or listen to it. Either way, they're going to take in the information. But tell us about the book. Yeah, I think the dating advice that we give to people where they're have they're striking out constantly, we would say like, "Well, just be yourself." Like we think about that in reality of when would you else give that advice to someone who's having the, the lack of results you're looking for? If you really want to be a great cook and you're not throwing it down, we mm-hmm. wouldn't say just be yourself. We'd mm-hmm. say go learn, go enlist the help of experts, go get some cookbooks, practice right. in practice. low-risk practice. environments, practice, and then practice, put yourself in a practice. position to a point where <laughs> <Sorry>. practice <laughs> until the point that you could start making up your own dishes, yeah. right? But yes. It's the same formula exists when it comes to love, sex, and dating. And we leave so much of that up to serendipity. Mm -hmm. And this book is like 10 years of education that I have learned crammed into one. But it's also the story of how I tried to impart this knowledge on six women. Uh Um, Sometimes it went well. Sometimes it didn't. But Mm -hmm. uh, that's what the game of desire is. It's teaching women to be in the driver's seat of their love life and take a strategic approach to getting the sex, love, and dating life of their dreams.
1: Mm -hmm. So you think um, more of a women take... initiative approach you think that works out a bit better a hundred percent
3: you know i mean if something matters to you you have to be in control to some capacity right something is and at the end of the day, like our relationships are such a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, our, as humans, our superpower is love. I don't mean that in a Barney way. Like literally, we don't swim that long. Right. We don't run that fast. We don't climb mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. Our greatest power is our ability to work together and to connect.
1: Completely. Love
3: is our power. Yeah. It's also our downfall in many cases. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have to learn to understand it so you can make the right decisions for yourself. And that's what I'm trying to impart on women. I love that. Can we get a men boom? eventually? We'll <laughs> men later on. Boom. Well, let's start with us. <laughs> yeah. Let's start no. with home base. I mean, exactly. we are the
0: foundation, right? Yes. We, women are the foundation, I believe, of of this world. So it's very important. Did to... you grow up thinking that, or you came into that? No, I feel like I came into that. You know, I um, I grew up in a household where you know, and we've talked about it. Where you know, my dad ran the household and. It is. It's like that in my household as well. But really, we as women are the foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, we're the ones who communicate better most of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, in friendship, with love, you know, in work. So I do believe we are the foundation for sure.
3: And that's such a big shift in mentality that a lot of people don't have and applaud you for having that because a lot of us were waiting, right? We're waiting to see what someone else will say. We're waiting for permission. Mm -hmm. We're not giving our virginity up. We're losing it. Like we are not in that space where we're looking at ourselves like not like we have a say. And even though we know we have a say, but when it comes to, again, this really big part of our lives, we kind of revert back to this like – ancient archaic way of thinking Mm -hmm. where we're just waiting for someone else to pick us waiting for someone else to show us how our bodies work and like that i mean i think a lot of it has to do
1: with the the tone that's set in your childhood like you were saying um you know her and i grew up in a household where you just do not even say the word sex like my (laughs) my dad would just flip his shit like oh my god how about when (laughs) Like... When we would watch movies, Nas knows this. This is mortifying. Yes, when yes. there was a sex scene, let alone even a makeout scene, he would yeah. flip out. He would start, like, making noise so that we couldn't hear the sounds of the kissing of the oh sex. Oh, my gosh. Like, he what would... kind of sounds? <laughs> he would be like, la, 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 la. <laughs> And this then is he,
3: a true. Story. Yeah, he
1: would be like, "Cover your eyes, cover your eyes," which don't makes look... it so much worse it's and more like, uncomfortable. Right, yeah, as as soon like as a I kid. exactly, as soon as I knew it was coming, I would throw the blanket over him and be like, "You don't need to do all that. Like, <laughs> I can't even deal with. Like, it's like, so embarrassing. You're making it, it way worse. It's a, it's a lot. You yeah.
0: Know? And I,
1: he'd be yelling at my mom, "What didn't you know about this?" And she's like, "I've never seen
3: right. this movie. Like, like, she's
1: supposed
0: to know yeah. that. Wow. Gonna... It's
3: like a real hurricane
1: drill. Yeah. It was yeah. bad. It was bad. So I. That's how I grew." up so i i was not in touch with my sexuality not till obviously way later right. and you know it, it took a while to get there and i'm still learning about myself and still being like it's okay i can be sexy i can feel sexy i'm uh, i'm in love with my body like all these things that it takes a long time to get there when you're not that tone is not set at a no, young age at all you know
0: no i grew up with my parents not. Even
1: tell, like to
0: this day, we've never had the sex talk. Oh, yeah. No. Oh,
1: wow. And I'm
0: 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, I don't need it anymore. But yeah, <laughs> like, we're good now. Maybe, but I don't want to know. They're, they can figure it out. Um, uh, But yeah, like, we never, it was never talked about. I don't know what they did with my brothers. I have no idea if they even talked about it. But I know it was never, I was never sat down. Yeah. And spoken to in a mature way, explaining, you know, this is what happens and
3: why, and you know, it was just never brought up. Do you think they had the conversation amongst themselves?
1: No,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. honestly, yeah. I, don't I don't think, so, think they did. Yeah, I think it was just kind of a like, mm, yeah. under the rug, like uh, you know, yeah. she's been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my
1: mom talked to me about my period.
0: Yes, no periods. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: She's oh, like, he, this is what's was... gonna happen. Yeah.
3: Yeah, all that the was girl it. stuff. Yeah. Yes, that's it. But Absolutely. not sex. Which is a win. That's really awesome. Yeah,
1: at least, yeah. you know, like, you know, I, I just think if my future kids, I want them to know at the appropriate time, because I still have that, like, uh, it's such a fine line between like, when do you tell them? When do you have this conversation? Because they're learning so quickly. Now, and the, even yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're being yeah. and they're learning the wrong information. So it's like they need to get the right information off the jump. And it's like, when do you say that? When, you know, when do you right. feel is appropriate to start talking to your kids about sex?
3: Do You know, like your your clitoris forms in the womb, your genital form in the womb. Like your sexuality is a part of you, regardless of what you identify as. It right. is an intrinsic part of who you are. So it's not a matter of like, when do you bring it up? It's, it's, it's up from day one. You know what I mean? Right, right, day right. one, you get into this world, you are a sexual being. And so... I think that the conversation has to be measured. One of the coolest things I did in school is we went through age by age what's appropriate, like what a three-year-old would do sexually, like what their interests, what their thoughts are. Mm-hmm. And it was so, I'm like, I wish that my parents read this because so many of the things I was doing was actually pretty along the, the normal, normal rate for yeah. my childhood. Mm-hmm. But right. they, we look at it like, oh, if a seven-year-old is kissing, it's a problem. Or if a 13-year-old is masturbating, it's like, these are actually normal sexual developments. Mm-hmm. I said to my parents, because I lost my Virginia at 16, which is around the median age for women it's been that way since we've been um, tracking it right and when they found out they were pissed at me like, they didn't speak to you me. You told them? No, they found out, girl. Oh. <laughs> someone snitched. Oh, shit. My mom yeah. found out, too. Yeah. Ooh. And it was such an awful experience. They were in the basement, and they called me down, and it was dark down oh, there. Oh, And God. they were like, we heard basement? that you had sex. And it was like, I denied it. And then they had of course. receipts. Like, <laughs> receipts? Yeah. Somebody on my, I, I ran track, and someone on my track team told their parents, and then they told my parents. So oh, it was man. just an awful Awful experience, but I said to them years later, and now I have a great relationship. With my parents around sexuality, right. but I said years later, like when I started to walk, did you push me down? Did you yell at me for walking? Mm-hmm. Or you acknowledge mm-hmm. it's a natural human development, right? A- around I mean, that they age, encouraged you mm-hmm. exactly. You know, I'm
0: not saying they should encourage you, actually, but you know, it was something that they didn't take away from you or try to bring you down for yeah because it's you know? natural like right. at that
3: age for example like your coccyx fuses like your pelvic floor becomes solid you start getting pumped with all these hormones i can't tell y'all my desire to be penetrated was so unreasonable. It's I so cannot. unreasonable from the age of like 16 <laughs> what, to 20. I was 20. about to like, ask. I'm like,
0: what? by what sentence?
3: age? It was just, you know, it's <laughs> so unreasonable. And like now I'm like over the hype. I know it's like, you know what I mean? Oh, but like, I wish no thing. someone explained that to me and said, hey, this is why you're going to feel this way. Yeah. I yeah. love talking to dudes about their sex lives. And a lot of dudes will say to you, like, I honestly abused myself. I masturbated so much. The skin oh, no. came off
1: <laughs> Wow! and they thought they were abnormal. It's just right.
3: normal human development. Right, so, right, right, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's we're just crazy. trying to have that conversation and be like, look, you're not a freak. You're normal. <laughs> right. okay,
0: <so>. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people are going to relate to this. Yeah. And they're afraid to talk about it,
3: which is crazy. Did you have an unreasonable desire to be penetrated at the age <laughs> of 16? To- <laughs> I
0: lost my virginity at 15 um
1: ding ding
0: yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah i guess so (laughs) you she you had a boyfriend i did i did like a serious (laughs) high school sweetheart boyfriend um but yeah yeah i was
1: like 15
0: and then you know once you do it it's like you just keep doing it yeah (laughs) i waited till
1: i was 18 for some reason i was like when i'm 18 when she's yeah when i'm legal i'm an adult now (laughs) i waited till i was 18 i had um some guy that i was seeing i was obviously disappointed yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean it just like i I didn't really want it at the time it just happened and so i was like damn that just happened. And I was like, oh, well. Right.
0: There you <laughs> yeah. go. It's
3: gone. But it's gone. And yeah. you did it. Yeah. And
1: yeah.
0: I was like, I hope
1: it gets better. Bigger and better things. <laughs> That's... Okay. So question. Is there a fine line between um, being desperate and being like, a seductress and like taking charge. Oh my God, absolutely. So, what's that? What's that different? I mean, what, how do you differentiate that? Do you know
3: what? Nothing is a greater teacher about desperation, I think, LA, right? LA is a city. <laughs> we all know why we're here, right? We're here for yeah. opportunities. We're here to become our absolute best selves. But if you enter into a meeting with the need attached to it, right. like, there has to be a like, this is mutual, right? Like, right. i seduction is being so comfortably in awe of yourself that you intrigue other people in. Right. Seduction isn't like, It's not pressed up against you it's when I'm so like amused with me that you're like what's so fun over there Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of that Mm -hmm. The desperation is when you're like hi please like me like you just (laughs) even if you're not saying that literally if your eyes are saying that we can tell that there's a need behind that and that inherently as human beings again we're cooperation based Mm -hmm. and so if you have someone in the pack who doesn't know what they can contribute doesn't Mm -hmm. have a role who's just there to like be there that's a liability so we are not attracted to people who we think are liabilities, who cannot mutually contribute. And so you have to be really, really careful. I mean, yes, you want love. And yes, we want great connections. But mm-hmm. also, you're not in a rush because yeah. you know you got options. Yeah. Right. You know what you have. And you know your power. And just that in itself will uh, eliminate the desperation element.
1: Yeah, that's the right mentality for sure. I definitely agree with that.
3: I feel like a lot of women don't know they have their power they don't know
0: what their power is yeah absolutely um i also feel like social media has really warped their view of their own power Mm -hmm. you know because a lot of times it is artificial you know and i'm not saying physically i mean you know inside it's really hard to find yourself when you're scrolling and you you think you're supposed to be this way or look this way so i feel like that has hasn't helped
3: Oh, no. Us finding
0: our power as women.
3: Like, I compare it to, like, uh, driving, right? Like, in essence, what's happened is the cars have gotten fancier and more complicated, mm-hmm. um, and they do a lot more, mm-hmm. but our driving school is not any better. Mm-hmm. We're still right. not teaching people to understand themselves. We're not teaching people about the basics, even, like, attachment theory, which I think should be, like, just a basic thing that everyone should know about mm-hmm. themselves is, like, a nuance. And so we're not preparing people to be good drivers but we keep improving the cars and mm-hmm. we're wondering why people are crashing and burning mm-hmm. like it should be easier than ever to make connections these days in right. theory and yet statistically right. it's probably never been a worse time to be a single person yeah so that i think is not your fault that is a, the the fault of a society that has mm-hmm. failed in an education system that has failed to prioritize what actually matters to people mm-hmm. and it, it's mm. it's i think also too it,
1: As connected as we are, we're so disconnected. Mm -hmm. Oh, a thousand percent. Which is such a crazy thing to think about, but it's true. And and with that comes all those issues, you know, that people are – becoming socially awkward and they don't know how to have conversations with people. They don't know how to make new friends because it's in person and they don't know how to do that in person because right. everything is over their phone or, you know, over this device that they can pretend to be something they're not or whatever it is. So it's and, an
3: artificial connection.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's creating a problem, right. you know.
3: So, well, kudos to you guys, even this podcast. It's an intention of sitting down and having conversations and connecting sure. with people. That's exactly. why we wanted to start it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know,
1: it's,
0: it's about time that people hear an honest opinion and perspective. And, yes. you know, and you can take it or leave it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was time to really start talking about, you know, real things. And that's why we have you on here. So- <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we can talk about sex. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're in a fishbowl
3: right now too. It's a bunch of men I, who are just. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay. So sex on a first date. Yes or no? Or do we make him wait?
3: There's two big components that should be in every healthy sexual interaction, which is consent.
2: Oh. hashtag me too uh, we can all agree on that <laughs> yes.
3: but intent is also really important right. we have to align on our intention we both have to say yes and we both have to know why we're saying yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are you saying yes because you had a long day you're just trying to bust a nut <laughs> am I saying yes because I actually think we could build something real after this yeah. and if your intention is different from my intention then maybe it's not going to be the best experience because right. good sex to me is like what, how do I feel the next day It's not just did I orgasm or how did I feel in the moment or was I feeling steamy? The next morning do I wake up and am I proud of myself? Do I feel good about that connection? That sexual experience lasts a little longer. Maybe even the next month. Who knows? So Intent is a really, really important part of it. So Mm -hmm. if we align on intent, if we have a great first date and I'm like, I'm feeling you, you're feeling me, let's see if this physical chemistry is there. Okay, cool but if we have different intents and you're mm-hmm. like I just kind of want to see what that pussy tastes like and I'm like but I want to see what your heart is and that's not <laughs> that is not gonna work on the first date uh, or the 17th date unless she's right. like cool right, that's different. right. then the intention yeah. is the same <laughs> yeah. step right up right exactly <laughs> Then you're good. Yeah. That's a bad example. That's how always that's that's kind of always a yes to me. I'll I'll give that a go.
1: You're like, I don't think so.
3: (laughs) Not
0: today. (laughs) So (sighs) stigma with women being promiscuous. Mm -hmm. The double standards of that. Yeah. It's like men we're a little easier on men, right? Everyone is. Society's a little easier on men. They go out, they're a player, you know, people joke about it, it's a thing. But when women want to go out there and do the same thing, it's a problem.
3: Let me ask you guys do you still have to mitigate that own stigma within yourself? Do you have to manage yourself where you see a woman acting a way that you're like, okay, I may want to go back to some old slanderous ways? Um, And did you have to work towards that? No. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. What was the question? (laughs) I feel like I was reading
3: my notes. (laughs) <laughs> Whenever we talk about the stigma, we talk about it in the other, right? Like right. we're being stigmatized. Like these right, men outside right, right, of ours. right now are there like judging our sexuality, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. really is about us judging e- ourselves or right, right, right. judging each other. And like that work has to start with you. And so you got to check your own biases. Like I know for me, I still got to check my biases. There's right. times where I see somebody get something that i don't and my first thought is like to diminish their opportunities by saying well they got it because of x y or z Mm -hmm. so i think that that's work that we all have to continuously do Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's shit um but it's been a part of our reality for so long right absolutely absolutely no i agree um and historically too, the dude who sowed his seed in the town was a was a stud. You know what I mean? If, right. Is eighteen fifty and you can make ten women pregnant, like you were supplying the jobs, like mm-hmm. you were it's funding like, the village, so right? That about. was a, a rock star. And right. so for men traditionally, you know, if you the more promiscuous you are, we needed that. I mean obviously things have switched now, so yeah. they're starting to get a lot of the backlash as well too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the healthy actual answer is because it just should be whatever works for you.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So we were talking about social media and, you know, all these DM slides and some are good at it. Some are not. We're not a part of this world. We're both in relationships. But what is the DM slide etiquette nowadays? Like, what is the appropriate way to slide into somebody's DMs?
3: I feel like it's like the same as like in person or in an in-person slide, uh-huh. right? Like I, I think that people think of approaching somebody as like, can I get your number? Mm-hmm. And approaching someone should really just be like, I love your nose ring. Where did you mm-hmm. get it from? Which I'm actually looking for a hook nose ring. So like <laughs> so let me know. She wants to know. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's just, it is a a, a conversation starter and it's an acknowledgement of you as a person. Something mm-hmm. about you. And it shows I pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's not a copy and paste message that I just send to 15 mm-hmm. people. Right. Again, and that I, comes back to people being lazy and not knowing how to. And
0: not real and. Yeah. just seeing who bites right nowadays it's just like well look at all these choices i'm just gonna see who bites right and you can feel that right right so i mean now because of social media it's kind of the easiest way i'm assuming to meet people so yeah
3: i love that i'm assuming (laughs) i've heard through the grapevine (laughs) Uh, grapevine. (laughs) (laughs) but you know Uh, when you slide
0: in those dms be honest yeah be be honest
3: and i just i mean maybe not because this thing is you don't have to like express intent out the gate also too, like have some respect for yourself where i'm not going to propose somebody that i don't even know yet Mm -hmm. you got to feel somebody out like i'm I'm not going to be like you're really hot can we hang out Mm -hmm. i mean i want to hang out with you so i got to start it off with a conversation let that lead see if there's any connection and then try to further the intimacy like healthy intimacy regardless of the nature of the relationship is taking one tiny step forward Mm -hmm. being like cool how do we feel are you good am i good do we Mm -hmm. feel good in this space not let's step back mm-hmm. or no we like it let's step forward together right. mm-hmm. and so that's the same thing when it comes to the beginning of a relationship you get on the same page you talk all right we cool we're ready to step, take a step forward yeah let mm-hmm. me see where you're at let's check in together
1: the communication is so important oh when girl yeah i mean it's like we say it all the time communication but it's like it's so important like and you have to be reminded that too. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly, it's like
0: this constant reminder of like, no, commu- the communication. This is it. This is well, like- it has
1: to stay steady throughout the whole relationship. Ex- exactly. You know, it, exactly. it's it's that's how you fall into the trap of being in a relationship, and you get that natural spark and chemistry in the beginning because it's already there. But as you time goes by that so easily goes away Mm -hmm. because that's just human nature. And it doesn't mean you don't love each other anymore. You don't find each other attractive anymore. It's just you have to work to keep that there. You know, it's just like, for example, uh, Omar and I will fall asleep on the couch a lot. And I will wake his ass up and be like, we're going upstairs and we're getting a bed because right. that's intimacy. Yep. Like, that's us laying next to each other and sleeping together. Even if we're not doing anything, mm-hmm. that's that intimacy. Yeah, yeah, it's important. And absolutely. and you can that can so easily get lost in the shuffle of life. Mm-hmm. So it's you got to stay on top the of routine. it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've after my last relationship now, I'm just like okay, these are the rules. Right. <laughs> like, no, that's we got to do it like this. Yeah. Cause I'm yeah. just
3: afraid to fall back into old patterns. That's amazing. That's such a big part of it though. Cause we mm. say communication is key, but we rarely tell people what to say. Right. Or in your yeah. example, you didn't even have parents that you saw communicate or yeah. communicate with you. They just yelled right. at the TV and you didn't understand what your dad Why? actually felt. Why? Right. 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 So, I think it's it's important to go into the nuance of, like, what do you say? How do you express yourself? I'm a big fan of, like, quizzes and assessments because it mm-hmm. gives you the language to describe. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things is this um, site called Oh My Gosh, Yes. It describes nine different ways women orgasm. Mm. And, like, it's not like squirting and, uh, and penetration <laughs> and nipple. It's like layering. Layering. Orbiting, consistency, rhythm. Because when you could put a word to something, one, it validates you. And two, it makes it so much easier to communicate. Because saying to someone, communicate your needs is one thing. But that person's like, I don't even know how to put this shit into words, right? Right, right. So you had to learn trial by error. Yeah. You learned from your last relationship. Maybe you read some articles or maybe you just checked Mm -hmm. in with yourself or did the work. Um, But for a lot of people, if you're kind of frustrated in your relationship, sometimes it's not that you're not talking. It's that you don't really know what to say.
1: Right. Or, I mean, also, too, um, it could be that you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings Mm -hmm. because you think, you know, uh, you like Mm -hmm. things a certain way and they're not going to know how to do it until you tell them how to do it. Yeah. Like it's it just every woman, every man is different how they like to be mm-hmm. pleasured, and you have to talk about it. You just have to. You can't expect them to just know automatically like the roadmap to Plus, your body. Like, that
0: that creates frustration.
1: Yeah, you know, with resentment. These, and absolutely, like, it's like
0: building. It's exactly. It's a different kind of layering. You're. Yep. It's becoming a a thing now, and then yeah. you're like, oh, why? Why aren't you doing this right? And this other person's like, why well, didn't know? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I didn't know you wanted yeah. this. Yes. Like, how can you blame me when I didn't know? Exactly. So.
3: It's yeah. important. There's this philosopher called Elaine de Botton, and mm-hmm. he has this hour-long talk of, like, it's called Why You Will Marry the Wrong Person. Mm-hmm. But it talks about some of the, the toxic habits that are normalized in romanticized culture. Mm. And it's part of that is, like, we want a mind reader and a partner. Mm-hmm. Ugh. We want, like, yes. I'm married, and so my friend was saying to me, she's like, you and Jared just know each other. You just get each other. You guys are just so in tune. I'm like fuck no <laughs> i'm so concerned no. with myself <laughs> with my nails being chipped like my humanity brushes up against his all the time right. right the biggest component of my relationship is the sorry word like i'm i'm not in tune with my partner he has to express me when i fucked up and vice versa like mm-hmm. but we want to get to a place in relationship which is goals where we just know what the other person is thinking and they're all of a sudden a but mind reader not realistic. Yeah. it's not no. it's not
0: ever gonna happen yeah, you know? yeah. but you people know. have
3: that in their head that it is for some reason <laughs> That's
0: really crazy yeah you know, it's one thing where you feel somebody's vibe and you're like oh okay like something's I've made a mistake I, mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. like you could feel when things mm-hmm. aren't right But you can't read somebody's mind.
3: No. And in the moment, most of the time you didn't know. Like when you made that comment that offended your partner, you were just talking. You were not even focused. The intent wasn't there. And sometimes we get angry because our intent wasn't that. Mm -hmm. It's about the outcome. Right. But oftentimes it's like we're not – we don't just know. There's no possible way. Even Mm -hmm. after years – and I don't want to ever just know. How boring is that? I know. It's like having to do the same math class when I already know all the answers. Yeah. I wouldn't go to that class no more. Mm -hmm. I want to be challenged. I want to learn new things. I want you to excite me. And so a part of that is – accepting the fact that my partner is different I think it's important to approach relationships not like a tour guide, but like a tourist. Mm. Like, mm. why? Why do you do this? Why do you eat right. this way? Like, right. I thinking? That. Yeah. like Oh my god. Yeah, I, like that I agree, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I'm an overcommunicator, so that, that that talks to me. Oh, we could be in love. <laughs> yeah. We could be in love. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bad. To the point where it's like, uh, I didn't like this, and I like that, and this. <laughs> it's like he knows everything. I love that. But I mean, at least
0: he can't come back to you and no, say, I didn't exactly, exactly. Or he can't come back and say, well, I Assume,
1: yeah, because Be- he didn't know, and that's your he bad, cause right? Yeah, <laughs>
0: there you go. If you would have been listening, exactly. minute twelve, <laughs> there you go. Sixty seconds—that's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer for your car with True Car. That's right. and the amount of time it takes to brush your teeth, pet your cat, do a few squats, or just listen to my voice, you can get a true
1: cash offer. And best of all, you can do it all from your smartphone or home. Just go to TrueCar and simply enter in your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Car cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's simply that easy, guys. After that, you can bring in your car and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's really no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience
0: a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Okay. So we have a game to Yay, play games. today. Yeah. And, you know, we are put a, our own little spin on Would You Rather. I'm sure you've played that before in your life. Yes. All right.
3: <laughs> so the first one. Are we all playing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll we'll all gonna,
0: we're it. all going to play. Don't worry. Have an obvious? Would you rather have an obvious orgasm every time you're close to a piece of fruit, or never have an <laughs> orgasm
3: again in your life? Oh, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, an, uh, uh, an obvious orgasm. Right. Yes. Um, I would have um, to say
0: the same. Just
1: stay away from the fruit. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna avoid like the the aisle in the grocery store where they have all the <laughs> produce
3: but <laughs> i just <laughs> like I'm gonna go
1: you're not. like I can't eat fruit
0: no
3: I'm allergic <laughs> I'm allergic to all fruit. I have to work yeah. so hard for my orgasms so that's a fantasy for me like I could just walk by some fruit like right. for me I gotta be like okay we, we're clocking in like right. we're, we're doing this today so yeah that that one I'll just take that one oh. would you rather do you just feel like okay. it's
1: all mental for you or is it is it both physical and mental my body works it's just how just my body just, works it's how but, body. yeah it's just like I need
3: very specific specific clitoral stimulation right it's funny actually um i have this workbook that's like a self-defining workbook mm-hmm. and i read someone else's yesterday and they just described their orgasm recipe identical to mine i felt mm. so seen i'm like where this same?" <laughs> <laughs> where's this book yeah <laughs> oh it's, it's just it's a free workbook of all my favorite quizzes and assessments again going back to like giving people the language to right. start those communications right, right, that right, you right. already do so well right
1: right Okay, would you rather have morning sex
3: or nighttime sex? Oh, man, I'll go midday. Can I just go? Oh, I'm just the same. Go- yes. I'm the
0: same. I'm midday as well. I'm
3: midday, yeah. I have no preference. <laughs>
2: She's all day, baby. <laughs> well, any time.
0: time of the day, baby. <laughs> At
1: 24-7. <laughs> no, really. She's
3: always ready. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Why are you midday?
0: uh energy wise Mm -hmm. yes it's energy for me like Mm. in the morning i'm gonna like get up really early and just start my day Mm -hmm. doesn't mean i won't do it because i usually do a (laughs) fun at that time Uh, but my ideal is midday because of energy and then at the end of the night it depends like you could uh, really go at it we could really go at it or (laughs) we're both so tired because we've been running 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 all day yeah where it's just like we're looking at each other, and it's just like done. Yeah, I
3: love know. midday. Midday Midday's is like a is my, choice.
0: Yeah, same, and it's more fun. I don't know why it feels a little more like scandalous for some reason because it's midday.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Well, my boyfriend has the uh, nine to five. Uh, okay, It oh, <laughs> doesn't really
3: work out for that's us. <laughs> we try
1: it
0: on a Saturday. Yeah, p.m. It's
3: happened. <laughs> yeah, or midday sex day.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah See, great. I like that. He's not. Uh, he he laughs at me and then i just uh, stop really yeah he doesn't take it serious huh. it, I, and, and then i just can't anymore it's just no
0: that's weird yeah like, if you i'm like keep going, eh, all right i guess that is not weird, for right? us. Yeah. that's weird yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. not
1: like i was that the other guy was dating when i was single we would sex all the time
0: uh the yeah 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 okay. yeah
1: so he the, it worked with him he was into it it's just like not everybody's into the same things like you know oh, like amen. it just does you know, he
0: like the nudes uh, I d- I know he likes lingerie because you've told me. Yeah, that. he
1: likes lingerie. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't care for the nudes. I don't know why. Hmm. I d- I don't feel like I get like a crazy response. Like okay. You're I feel right. like I feel like he's like wow hot. And I'm like oh, never saying it yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But what like, do we really expect when we send nudes? Like what do we want? I don't know. I get it though. Just like, like Wow,
3: baby. Like, <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> or
0: like uh, a call. Like Yeah, oh my God. yeah. <laughs> like,
1: oh
3: my God. like Oh my God, that's <laughs> <laughs> Both Do of those sound great. I'll take both of those options. I'll
1: take the drooling emoji right. or something. <laughs> I know. I I don't know. Yeah. That's no. hilarious. It's just I don't know. Maybe I haven't had that conversation with him, so
0: Oh. Maybe we'll
1: have to talk about it. The nudes are the sex? Do team? you like my nudes or not? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it takes so much effort to do them. My God, I have to like make sure, it's like still, for me, because this little Miss no, Perfect Body over here stop. is just like click, click, snap, and it's <laughs> over. Like, I actually don't send a lot of nudes. I mean, because I, I'm, I'm afraid
0: actually.
3: Oh, that makes sense. I, I you know, I the trail. never,
0: I never put my face. Mm. It could always be from here uh-huh. to like here.
3: Got it. Yeah, it's good to know if we ever come across
1: iCloud.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, you know. Eye,
3: yeah. <laughs> we'll have to know by our tattoos. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and
1: that's a dead giveaway. So. <laughs> oh okay would you rather be in a relationship with a totally submissive partner or a totally dominant partner
3: oh, i'm going submissive really yes i'm so mm, i mean she's I'm so dominant powerhouse i definitely could not do a total dominant person i've tried it in the past before it's just what? really not unless they're a dominant person who has a fetish with my dominance not somebody mm-hmm. who's oh. trying to like overcompensate mm-hmm. so um yeah i go with submission
1: Mm. I applaud you. I wish I could be more dominant. You, you want a dominant mother? I, I would like to, but I just can't. I feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet. She's like, so you want like the whips? Yeah, the I want to be thrown the- against the wall. <laughs> rubbish <ravished. laughs> oh, So <laughs> you'll go with total dominance? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with being dominated. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same.
0: Yeah. I like it's that. good. We we yeah. can yeah. share. It's <laughs> <nice. Yeah. laughs> one for you. Yeah, one yeah, for yeah, me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like a dominant. There you go. <laughs> All right, no, let's see what okay, would you rather your partner have a large dick and not know what to do with it or have a less than average sized dick and know all the tricks? Less than average, a thousand percent. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> One of my favorite books is uh, Dr. Ian Kerner. She Comes First. And he wrote that because he suffered from erectile dysfunction. And Damn. he was, you know, his penis wasn't necessarily like the hero in the bedroom. Mm-hmm, and right. so he learned Everything mm, about the female body. Man. and then He wrote a book to teach other men, and so I'm Maybe like, he "Yeah,
0: your man, so i right,
3: yeah, <laughs> okay." <laughs> I live for these like cousin moments, of just like <laughs> an expression insider, that tells forty years right, of history. Like, just the look.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with tricks in the bag. Oh, same, All same. I need the tricks. I need the, the, tricks. I need I need the tricks, honey. Yeah, and and I just like I think. The whole sizes thing, like it's not fair, like the, how pe- women are just like, I mean, it, it does matter to a degree. I'm not going to sit there and lie and say it doesn't because it does to a degree for me. Um, no, no, no. I trust me, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know, like it uh, matters, yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, the the whole like when women are just like, it's got to be big and da da da, and it's like, no. ugh, I don't know, it just. It's not fair. You can't. They were born that way.
0: Yeah. It's,
3: it's the same with boobs. Like, yeah. some, some dudes' boobs really, really matter. And yeah. some yeah. are like, it's all good. And yeah, are like, I can't help it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? <Right.
1: laughs> well, men really can't help. I mean, I don't know about these
3: penis like oh
0: enlargement yeah, yeah no surgery that sounds crazy to yeah me. yeah
3: but i understand I, so yeah. do i, I totally I tol- understand the do they work? That
0: they're under i just do
3: they work i mean it works in a sense of like if you can get more blood to the area you can make it slightly larger more engorged even like i think width wise not length it yeah i mean no right i don't
1: think you can really add length
3: yeah yeah, a penis pump. I'm, I'm not sure, like Austin <laughs> like Powers, what the oh, what the centimeters yeah, are yeah. that you gain from that. Yeah, but I mean that
0: sucks to judge them overall for it. They yeah. said
3: one of my yeah. one of my favorite books, a book I read that was like kind of ridiculous. It was like one of those books written in the '60s, mm-hmm. and the advice she gave, she's like, never, ever, even the worst argument, insult a man's penis size you can right. never come back yeah no no you can't it's a low blow that's
0: a very no pun intended yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> yeah it is it is we can't go
3: after people's anatomy you can't yeah in either, in either direction because no. if someone's Some like stumper. your pussy's wide like even if we're cool the next day i'm still you're like still yeah about that. you're yeah. like
0: is it right like you said it was right <laughs> <laughs> exactly no women yeah. ladies don't ever do that that's not cool
1: that well, that concludes cool. Would You Rather. That <laughs> yes. was fun. Good question. They're good, right? Uh,
0: yes. I'm into it. <laughs> so next we are going to get into Ladies Like You, which is a, se- a segment where we ask our listeners three questions. And we are going to start with this woman said, orgasms. <laughs> That's how she started it, <laughs> it. Double exclamation. Yes. I have been struggling to get to that level of intimacy with my partner. What are strategies or recommendations that you would suggest? I have never had one. And when I feel like I'm about to, I get nervous.
1: Mm. You're stopping your
3: process, girl. Yeah,
0: it's all in <laughs> the mind, right? Is it
3: all in the mind? I, I like battle with that because we don't give that advice to men, right? Like, right. we understand that, like, if they're not getting stimulated, like, if they're not getting hand, a hand job that brings them to climax, we're probably going to look at the operator of said hand job and be like, right. well, what are they doing? Why isn't that working for you? But for women, we put the pressure on ourselves. Like, just think harder about it. And you're like, "Now nah, maybe you're not stroking me properly. Maybe you haven't mm-hmm. found the way to, like, rub the lamp and get the genie to come out. And so yeah. there's a mix of mental, of course – because you can yeah. orgasm in your sleep and there's a reason for that like we have the ability to stimulate ourselves mentally but mm. a large part of that might be they might not, not doing the right things i mean this stuck out to me because initially they said i can't with my partner then said i don't orgasm at all mm-hmm. i mean if you can't orgasm by yourself i don't know how you expect to get into a situation right. with somebody who can figure out something that you haven't even tried to solve right yet. right 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 there's a my favorite tool uh, the womanizer it's like kind of like a tried and true. For a lot of women who can't orgasm, it's a good sex toy to start with. So I would probably say invest some time in yourself, figure mm-hmm. out what works for you, and I then like try that. to bring that into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You got
1: to explore yourself to yeah. know what you like. You got and to then communicate mm-hmm. it to mm-hmm. him, right? Yes. Yeah, like, so. We're going to go back to that. So I was masturbating the other day, and this is what I like.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> that was actually hot. <laughs> that was actually really hot. <laughs> Do you know there that she's a sex operator? Really? <laughs> uh, what?
1: Just kidding. <laughs> like I am I that voice. <laughs> into it, yes. into it. I should try it one day. Oh, you would be fantastic. It would be I'm amazing. Down. I'm down. I'm
0: down. All right. Question number two is from again anonymous. So my boyfriend and I have been together for a little over two years, and I'm still very shy when it comes to certain things relating to sex. We've tried to buy toys, but I always feel nervous and uncomfortable. So we don't, and he's mentioned role-playing, but I always just laugh it off as a joke because I'm too shy for that. What are some ways I could step out of this shell?
3: I would love to be able to fulfill his desires. Oh, wow. What, what advice would you give them?
0: Oh, that's difficult.
1: Mmm. Let me read it again. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> if we're going to get deep, the root is really trust, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and why, why, why are you so shy about sex? What's the root of that?
0: Exactly. Like, did anything happen? Like, you know, what, yeah, what is the root of that? Did something happen in the past? You know, is there a reason why you don't fully trust your partner? Because if you're still like that closed off and shy, there is a deeper reason for that, I believe.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But think about it from the place that you guys came from even growing up where it was never talked about. It mm-hmm. was actually the opposite. It was like a panic attack mm-hmm. every time yeah. it came up. It was a very
1: shameful thing. You had Shame to do... and sex
3: were an association. Yes, yeah. and you probably had to unweave those mm-hmm. through your own self-work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, maybe it happened with a partner. Probably not. Probably it's self-work that you do that you now bring into the bedroom. I think, like, sex is like... Um, Like for me on basketball, it's like game day or practice day. Sex Mm -hmm. is is game day. And so in game day, you don't get to necessarily make conscious decisions or try new things. Mm -hmm. That's just your id. It's going to be whatever comes out of you, whatever's free for you. And that's why you have to really do the work before. So when you come into the bedroom, Mm -hmm. you can just be in flow. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of meet yourself where you are, though. So if you know right now, like what feels good for you is missionary position, maybe like a little bit out of your comfort zone might be like whispering in each other's ears mm-hmm. so just like go find where Baby you steps. are right now and take a small step outside mm-hmm. of that i think it gets overwhelming when you start to think of extreme things mm-hmm. like role playing mm-hmm. wherein for you even showing up naked mm-hmm. as yourself mm-hmm. is fucking frightening mm-hmm. yeah and now yeah. i gotta be a nurse like yeah that's a lot so meet yourself where you are and then right. when you feel good mm-hmm. and you've practiced enough at that take a small step forward mm-hmm. and ask your partner to be patient with you going back to what you said about trust um, ask your partner to be patient with you through this process because it's for them, anyways. It's yeah, for the, both of your benefits.
1: And she says she wants to fulfill his desires, but what about what yours? So what about shows? <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> you? Know, exactly. Like-
3: so, like
0: she said, start with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Boo boo. There you go.
1: All right. The next one is um, okay. What are tips to feel more confident with your body during sex?
3: I'm a big fan, again, like, meet yourself where you are. Like, so if you know you feel really hot with your lingerie on, there's lingerie you can keep on in the moment. Right. If a full fishnet bodysuit feels really sensual to you, if the light's off but one candle, like, you just... Everything in relationships to me, like a good relationship is, of course, about having a good partner. But it's really about liking yourself. Totally. It's about feeling like you're sexy as fuck. Mm -hmm. You're fine. You're fire. You're cool. You're interesting. Mm -hmm. And so you have to manage the situations that you have an opportunity to show up as that person. And so if you don't feel comfortable naked, that's just the reality of where it's at right now. You can read a bunch of self-help books. They're like, just do it. Just (laughs) love yourself. Mm -hmm. That doesn't change the fact that maybe you just don't. Yeah. Um, right. And so, if
1: you don't buy it, how are they supposed to buy it? Exactly. <laughs> you, you like you're not even convincing yourself that you think you're they're attractive. not going to eat it up. Yeah. Like, no. you know, you got to find it within yourself.
3: Yeah. It's really hard to go from not confident to confident. I think we mm-hmm. use those like A to B. And that's mm-hmm. really A to Z. Right. There's a lot of mid- right. small steps in between to get to a place where you feel apt at something. Completely.
0: And, and it takes between A to Z. You know, you're constantly checking in with yourself. Yeah. It, you don't just re reach this like peak of confidence and stay there. It's constant work. Exactly. Constant work to remain there.
3: And that's good news. Yeah. Right. It's a long life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's yeah. like little things that like for example,
1: you know, before in my last relationship, I wasn't comfortable with my body as much. Mm-hmm. And that just comes with also age and just like not working out, not taking care of myself. And then, you know, I was younger. And now I I feel more powerful in my sexuality. I feel more confident in my body. And a lot of that has to do with, like, even now, like, I'll walk around my house naked. yeah, uh- <laughs> Because it's like, there's no one there. And I'm okay. Like, I'm being comfortable with my body. Because when you're clothed all the time, when you're naked, it feels more startling. Right. Do you know what you I mean? You feel more uncomfortable, You right? feel more uncomfortable because you're yeah. not used to being naked. Right. And so now that I'm older and and I, that's what I do now. And when I can, you know, if they're that's such no a great <laughs> tip. So good. Yeah, that, yeah like you just start getting comfortable seeing yourself naked and being like, okay, this is fine. Like this is what I look like. Mm. And if there are things you don't like about yourself, work on them.
3: Yeah. That that's it. Or work you, to mask them. Or, right. Yeah. Not everybody. Let's <laughs> sure, be real. Right. 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 You know?
0: Right. And also remember while you're working on yourself, like there's no rush, right? Like you don't have to like be this thing in like a week. You know what I mean? Like it's important to remember, like, again, you have a long life, right? And we have all this, we do and we don't have all this time. It depends what you're trying to do with yourself. But, you know, when you really want to work on your core, like, it takes time Mm
3: -hmm. you're not going to get
0: that overnight no it's a process it's a process and it doesn't end no (laughs) no it never
3: ends and it never ends it's a joyful process too i think when people think about like trying to get something that they're not so if for example i'm like i want to lose 100 pounds that's a Overwhelming number, right? And I'm like, I don't want to start working because that that goal is so big, that's right? Outrageous, but yeah. once you lose five, mm-hmm. you'll start to feel walk, look, right, d- dress differently, One right. Step at a so time. you're going to start to feel the results, the positive impact mm-hmm. of the change that you mm-hmm. are embarking on long before you get to your after result. Right. And so when you focus so much on the after goal that you want to get, I think that really is a discouragement to even getting started and saying like, Nah, I'm in the race, right? It's just like put yourself in there, and then who cares? What if you start and then midway through you want to go back and stop? like again it's a long life um Mm -hmm. and there's so always something beautiful to be learned through every process of Mm -hmm. self-discovery definitely
1: Mm -hmm. another thing too that i was thinking about was um in my last relationship he was insecure too
0: so rubbed off on you you kind
1: of was he like a lights off at all times yes that's exactly what i'm saying he did not like to have the lights on like wow yeah like it was weird and Mm -hmm. so um but then, now my new relationship, the first time he was like, lights on all the way. And I was like, oh my God. You can see everything. <laughs> that's the he, point yes. <laughs> and he was like i need to see everything and he was like so into it and then it made me feel good because i was like right. oh okay yeah <laughs> and like, then like, take it in baby <laughs> right, right right i see i love that yeah
0: i love so, that so but that know, is true like your partner's insecurities yes, can rub off on yes, you right and especially they if they
3: don't communicate why the lights are off right oh did he did he no, say i don't I like think,
1: my body it was it was like and it wasn't always but mm. it was just like at nighttime. you know what i mean okay. and like It just, I was like okay with it because I wasn't comfortable. And so it just kind of like ended up being that way, and we didn't talk about it. But, okay it definitely was a change and in like
0: me. her ex is like a cute person and like he's not like this ugly person <laughs> I did not person. expect you to say that no 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 no. like an like, ogre yeah like he's he no, wasn't at all right, right, like, right. so it's
1: like it, he's it's his own issues know, that he has I know deep, deep
0: issues it's his fun. <laughs> anyways
1: so. but that's his business now yeah exactly, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, got yeah, yeah. Full-time exactly. you got a full time job you got a minute we're good <laughs> yeah good luck. but it's things like that that can help you build your confidence too that your partner is just like
3: for sure you're
1: beautiful sure. I love of everything about you all, you're the good and the bad, you know what I mean. So, not that you need to find your confidence
3: through them, but it helps, <laughs> doesn't? Not help, right? Well, I think it's a great point about that too, is that sometimes we forget the fact that how we act out on our own insecurities can make our partners feel insecure, right? Because he may not have said that to you, and so you're thinking, oh, he wants it off because he doesn't want to see me, right? Right? And right? He's like, no, I want to see you. Right? It's me that I'm worried yeah. about, right? Yeah. Exactly. See
0: that must that would have been different, right? Exactly. If He would have said that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
3: No, we just.
1: It's done. <laughs> Bye. Don't matter no more. Nope. Nope. Nope.
3: Nope. His loss. Anyways. <laughs> so. Well, that's that.
0: So, Shan, what's up next for you?
3: That's it. I mean, I'm in the now, which is a really great space to be. Oh, Just absolutely. like folk focus- I have a book coming out, which is really cool. I mean, I'm getting to connect with awesome people. My joy in life is to make this a normal conversation and I want to thank you guys today for making this so comfortable of and course. cool for of course. being vulnerable and being a great example for your listeners so no thank you yeah, this is so what's open. next we next exactly. this now now exactly. is next yes no thank you so I much for that. being
0: here and and being so open and knowledgeable too I mean yeah. the verbiage you know oh you, yeah we're for like, oh, <laughs> hey, she, she, she is, is <laughs> intelligent
1: and, and oh my god I love it so, <laughs> so thank you so much uh. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this week's episode. We want to thank you guys so much for all of your support. Make sure you guys go to your podcast app or Podcast One app, search for Ladies Like Us, and hit subscribe. And also, please make sure you leave us a rating and a review. And to follow us on Instagram, you can follow Shan Boudram at, at ShanBooty. You follow Nazanine at, at Nazanine Mandy. You can follow me at at Nadia Moham underscore beauty. And of course, at the Ladies Like Us podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. And always remember, you can sit with us. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from The Lady Gang and Podcast One. Be
0: sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app. And remember, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.
1: And before we go, guys, we just want to take a minute to thank all of our amazing sponsors. If you want to learn more about them, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode.
2: Hey, Jordan here. I know a lot of you create your own podcasts and a lot of you already have one like me. I obviously love what I do. It's taken a lot of hard work to get to this point of success. You shouldn't have to pay fees for platform hosting, distribution, analytics, or fees to create a podcast. You need to be able to focus on producing the best show possible. Now, Podcast One, that's a network I'm on, they have Launchpad Digital Media, or Launchpad DM for short. So it's free, includes unlimited hosting, full control of distribution. You have access to a full dashboard with analytics. Again, totally free. You own everything, by the way. You own your content. You own your subscribers. No tricky stuff there and to you get your own show page on launchpaddm.com for people to listen to and subscribe to your show. It's the only hosting platform brought to you by the leading network, Podcast One. Podcast One will promote the site, drive people to discover your podcast, and if your show grows... You could even be invited to join Podcast One's all-star roster, which includes people like Adam Carolla, Caitlin Bristow, Shaq, Lady Gang, and of course me, Jordan Harbinger, I'm there too. You also get access to their production and sales support. So with all this completely free, don't use other hosting platforms. Why would you need to? Learn more or sign up now at launchpaddm.com. And don't forget to check out the Jordan Harbinger Show.